All right, welcome to the show. My name is Jim Watkins. I'm your host, and I have a introductory story I want to tell you before we begin. I just want to welcome you to the End Times video and podcast and whatever else you want to call it. But I wanted to start off with a story about a man in his 30s. And he lived in Los Angeles, and he got sick uh, in the 1930s. He caught some sort of flu. Something happened to him, and he was basically for three days in this hospital. And during those three days, he said that he kept slipping in and out of consciousness. And every time that he would slip out of consciousness, he would be in what he thought was the future. And he lived in Southern California, the Los Angeles area. And he gave all these in incredibly rich, detailed descriptions of what life was like in Los Angeles in the future. And the way he described in his dreams, one day he would be standing literally on Hollywood Boulevard at Wilcox, which is a place I'm familiar with. And he would be standing there looking up at the clock while there happens to be a an upright vintage clock on the corner of Wilcox and Hollywood Boulevard. Now, he, he might know that because he's familiar with the area, but the clock that he described wasn't built until 20 years after this man was alive in the 1930s. Then he would describe a major earthquake that would rip L.A. apart, just completely obliterate it. And he goes into detail about the kind of cars that people are driving. He describes them much like you would think of a, a, prium, a prism, Priya, prium, prism. What, what are those cars called? Priya, priums, I don't know. Anyway, the, the, the cars that he would describe would be these cars, these electric cars. He described the way men and women would dress and it very much with colored hair and women wearing short revealing clothes and men with, with lots of jewelry in their face. So he describes all of these things going on over what he sees during this three-day period when he's slipping in and out of consciousness. As a matter of fact, he later wrote about it and detailed everything he could, and we're going to get the name for you uh, at some point when we have that information. So if you want to email me, uh, I will send you that article. Anyway, and the email is right at the you know, bottom of the video here. So going back to our main story, this guy has this lucid dream where he's transported and he's able to see all these major events going on around the world. And he talks about great volcanoes that are erupting. And he talks about how the ring of fire, and remember this was in the 30s when he had this experience. So much of the geological references that he makes aren't really known to geologists at the time. Now, they did know about the Ring of Fire, but they didn't know much about it because we hadn't invented the kind of sonar where we could actually map out what the geological state of the Earth is underneath the water, and the mountains, and all of that. That that would come along in the 50s and the 60s when we improve our sonar technology. And then later in the 90s when we began using satellite for the same thing, we could basically detail every inch of the Earth's surface. But in the 30s, certainly when this man had this dream, and later in the 50s when he decided to write the story down or share it with a friend, 
a lot of this geological information that he talked about wasn't known. Okay, so you have this guy, and I think his name is John something. Again, I'll get his name and information. I just want to relay the story. So one of the things that he talks about when he goes into great detail about the destruction is a lot of different things. One, he talks about how people in mass move towards the center of the country to get away from the great disaster that rips, literally rips California apart. Uh, so much so that even San Francisco doesn't survive. But L.A., the way that he describes it, it, is so awful that you have literally giant mounds of, of earth sprouting up quickly and shaking and rumbling, and all the buildings get completely flattened to the ground. No one survives. People are actually being thrown because of the force of this earthquake. And he describes it in a period, he makes a couple of different references that are, I think, quite interesting. One of them is, he talks about the man with the big ears. And he thinks, or he compares it to Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, but if you've ever seen Donald Trump, he has that sort of Roosevelt physique. And with Trump's always in the news, he says he sees this guy like on TVs everywhere, but he doesn't describe him as TVs. Now, again, at that time, TVs weren't even invented until the early 50s. So the only thing he was probably familiar with was silver screens, large movie theaters. And he talks about how he can see them all over the place. And I think he even makes one reference point to the fact that he looks around and he sees all these people and their faces are glowing and he doesn't understand why and that they're walking around and they're talking into these things. And of course, it's so blatant that he's talking about the smartphones. And if you're an observer from the 1930s and you see people walking around and they're holding these things and their faces are glowing, what else could it be but light from the smartphone? Okay, so then he talks about things that he's allowed to see from this, this mountain that's in San Bernardino, that he gets whisked up to this mountain. He can stand above, I guess it's uh, Pikes Peak or... It might be, uh, I want to say, Lake Elsinore, that area. I can't remember. Again, I'll have to get that information. But he talks about how he can see to the south that the entire coast of Mexico is on fire and also from the volcanoes that erupt in South America along the Venezuelan-Colombian border. There's a giant uh, series of mountaintops, and they're all literal volcanoes. They're all active. They just haven't erupted in a long, long time. And these mountains are, you know, 4,000, 5,000 feet up. So they're pretty, pretty large mountains. And he says that he sees, this is where it gets interesting. He says that he sees in his vision that these mountains erupt about three months previous to the earthquake. And he makes a specific reference. He says, I think what I'm seeing is what happened three months before the earthquake that he sees and describes. And again, he talks about the clock and how the clock... Now, I used to work in that area, so I know exactly the buildings he's talking about. And there are about four or five buildings in that one city block where there's 
buildings are six or seven stories up. So if he was standing on that corner and watching all those buildings, that's what he was seeing. But it's interesting that he mentions the clock because he says it starts at about 11.15 and ends around 4 o'clock. So for six hours, he's watching L.A. just be obliterated. By the way, this is a picture I found that I thought, you know, looks like what he's talking about. And that's actually a picture of Southern California. And here comes the, the giant wave. It's as if the basin, the L.A. basin just drops. And that's what I think he's describing is that it drops and then it um, just completely upends the L.A. basin area, which stretches from the Hollywood Hills all the way down to Long Beach. So it's just interesting that, uh, and he says that, and, and the, my takeaway was that if, if you were trying to warn people of something, you would give them three months warning, right? And he says, my recommendation is everybody, when you see these earthquakes and volcanoes erupting in South America, you've got three months to get your ass away from California. That's what I, that was my takeaway. So I don't know. I mean, I just think that it's interesting that this guy would, would have this all in his head. And then it turns out later that geologically he's describing the ring of fire and all of the right uh, fault lines that are sort of jetted against one another. And you can see that there's you know several fault lines that lead up to Southern California and sort of cross into the, I guess you'd call it the San Joaquin Valley up to San Francisco. And you could see how that could shift away or break off. And they've been predicting this for a long, long time, so uh, it's nothing new. But I recently ran across this interesting prophetic vision that this man had. And I promise you, I will find that information and I'll follow up with you on that. Anyway, I want to thank you for stopping by. And again, we're always happy to hear from you if you want to email the show. And if you've got something that you think is worth talking about here on End Times, I encourage you to stop by. You can also check out my website, which is intimes.report. Until next time, thanks again, and we'll see you here. Thanks for stopping by.